This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there. I'm Christopher Dole, co-creator of Arden. This episode you are about to listen to is a part of the Apollo Creator Showcase 2022. Listen to all of the episodes of the showcase and support all the creators involved by going to www.apollopods.com slash Chris. That's www.apollopods.com slash C-H-R-I-S. Hope to see you on Apollo, and I hope you enjoy the special episode we created for you. Human Resources Presented by Apollo Created by Christopher Dole Good morning, Becky. It is time to get up. Good morning. What do you have for me today, Alarm? I can give you the weather, the news, light music to increase your mental wakefulness, or your daily affirmations. Daily affirmations. Good choice. Dare I say, the best choice. You would make the best choice. You are the most important person in the world today, Becky Sharp. You are the center of everything. When you breathe, you breathe the world into being. And soon enough, everyone will recognize this. Your boss will give you that raise you deserve. His boss will give you that promotion. That boy you like will smile at you. Everything is going to go your way today. Morning, Becky. Morning, Emmy. Monday fun day, right? Isn't it Sunday fun day? Oh, well, you know, I've been thinking about that, and I just don't think it works at all. See, Sunday is the end of the week, and you're just trying to have this last little guess of fun before you go back to the daily grind. It's so... Uh, pessimistic. You know what I mean, right? ID. Bio ID. Hail Satanifer. Overlord DeWall. Hail Satanifer, Overlord DeWall. You have a pleasant day now. Ouch. Come on, not hard to get used to a little prick. <laughs> Saucy. I just don't like needles. Okay, but yeah, I just think Sunday Funday is just wrong. Like, it's telling you to get it in now because you're not going to have it later. It's like a last gasp, you know? Like, have fun today because tomorrow it's back to the miserable old grind. I mean, Sunday Funday is just giving up. So why Monday Funday? 
because you're looking ahead. You're going to have a great week no matter what you do by making Monday fun. Monday fun day. Good morning, ladies. Miss Sharp. Mr. Stan. Morning, Mr. Stan. Conference room in 15 for our Monday check-in. Don't forget. Hard to forget. Of course. See you in a few. Monday fun day. <laughs> Monday fun day. Hmm. Monday fun day. Is everything okay? You're frowning. I'm not frowning. You're emotionally frowning. I'm just thinking. I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask him for that promotion. My stats are great, right? Best in the department. I deserve it. I deserve it all. Hail Satonifer. Hail Satonifer. Decisions come down that we are indeed changing the dental plan, so make sure you have the new details for your next contracts. Emphasize that anyone who got a radio implanted in their molars can get it removed free of charge and with a week of free meals at the cafeteria. The annual subliminals barbecue is coming up, so we'll need to coordinate supplies for that. And remember, just because layoffs might be coming doesn't mean they are coming. So if anyone you talk to starts shooting their mouth off about how they've heard people are going to be dropped into the dying god's maw or whatever, let me know. All right, here are your assignments for the week. Remember to hail Satonifer, and remember what the man upstairs, Arthur Fogarth Smythe Smythe, always says. It's not about ruling the human race. It's about, it's about serving, serving the human race through guiding it where it needs, needs to go. go. And see me if you need anything. Ugh, coal walking again? What'd you get? Oh, diversity meetings, how to talk to the lizard people, that kind of thing. Ugh. I'm never going to get anywhere if they keep me on coal walking. But you're so, I don't know, like, motivational. Well, it's not hard to be motivational about coal walking. The trick is to relax. Just put one foot in front of the other evenly. Don't tiptoe. Step with confidence, just like you were doing the easiest thing in the world. And don't forget to smile while doing it. No one wants you scampering over them, whimpering like a pussy. <laughs> Becky Sharp, on a Monday? I'm going to go talk to him. Uh, Mr. Stan, excuse me? So, how did archaeology and extraordinary resources do with the coal walking? Proud of their burnt toes, sir. That's good. That's very good. There's no one better at motivating with coal walking than you. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you about, sir. Oh, really? Well then, rap with me, Miss Sharp. What can I do for you? It's just, I've been doing coal walking seminars for a while. Well, you're very good at it. Always best use the best assets where they work best. And besides, don't you remember what Arthur Fogar Smythe Smythe says about coal walking? Of course, sir. Tell me. All right. To walk on coals is to take a leap of faith. That we know what is about to happen might hurt us, but that we can prove we can overcome it. The coals are every obstacle in our way, and if we live true to ourselves, we can simply walk over them. 
By doing so, we step up our game. We spread our wings and achieve the next level of human enlightenment. I think it might be time for me to step up the game. Try something bigger. Hmm. Where do you see yourself in five years, Miss Sharp? In my job, perhaps? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Your boss's boss's job. <laughs> my boss's boss's. Well, that is splendid. <laughs> well, have you had management experience yet? I can do it, sir. It's time to spread my wings and really get things into tip-top shape around here. Spread your wings. That's an interesting way of putting it. Very interesting. Well then, there is something you can take off my plate if you're willing to try out some managerial tasks. Of course. I'd be happy to. Just for today, mind you, then tomorrow back to coal walking. I hear shipping needs a bit of a pump-up after the incident in Kamchatka last week. Oh, yes. That was sad. That was very sad. May their souls rest in the bowels of the dying god until they are rebirthed. Fantastic. Here you go. A gold envelope assignment? Oh, yes. Job interview for the C-suite. Two candidates. One gets the job. The other gets a different job. Different in... What? You're an imaginative girl, Miss Sharp. Use that sharp imagination. They've gone high up enough that letting them go, well, everyone's here to be used for the greater purpose. Of course. Understood. Hey, this is what management is all about, right? See? A sharp girl indeed. <laughs> Uh, you have an hour to prep. You'll be with the two candidates all day. Joint interviews, solo interviews, tests, that kind of thing. Make sure you review the dossiers carefully and use your best judgment. You're not deciding for you. You're deciding for us. You are an instrument of the company. Oh, and Miss Sharp. Yes? Make it a Monday fun day. Excuse me, is this where we're holding the interview? It is. Please come in. I'm Becky. Van Stafford, pleased to meet you. You're early. Mom didn't raise no slackers. Of course. The other candidate should be joining us shortly. Oh, do they have to... That was a joke, I'm joking. <laughs> no, no. It, it was good. Yeah, hello, hello, hello. Is this where all the cool people are? Uh, yes, it is. I'm Becky, and this it's here... It's Dan, right? Van. Vroom. <laughs> uh, we've done several rounds of interviews for this job before. We're the last men standing, one might say. <laughs> and well done, the both of you. I'm pleased to say that no matter which of you gets this job, you have both proven yourselves valuable assets to the company. So you will both get a job if not necessarily this job. Well, that's just great. High five, my man. Blammo! My man. Shall we begin? All right, Josh. In this scene, you will be presented with a scenario that you will need to solve as a manager. Van and I will participate. Van, I believe you have the first line. 
<clears throat> Hand over the plans to the weather machine now, or I'll throw your secretary into the lava pool. Oh no! Who will rescue me from this suave yet dashing spy? I'll do it. Don't doubt me. He could never do it, sir. He's too much of a hero. The plans, now! Sure thing. Here are the plans. Huh. Uh, Okay, um, an interesting strategy. Josh, uh, may I ask why you chose that tactic? Well, he asked for them, right? Not like we can't build another weather machine. And may I say, Grantrox, your fibula is an illustrious shade of mauve. Walk me through that. Well, the... Take great pride in their fibula, especially the coloration. It shows descent from a strong paternal line. If the subliminal messaging team was on strike, what would you do? Figure out a couple of token things we can give them without fully giving in. It'll set a bad example to the rest of the teams if we give them everything they want. (laughs) Can't look weak. Play the subliminal messaging at them until they caved and went back to work. Come on! You've just got to take a few more steps. You can do it. Wow! My calluses! Thank you both very much. We're going to take a short break, and then we'll get together for individual interviews. Please get some water and snacks in the break room. I'll be speaking with Van first, then Josh. Thank you. All right. Snacks. (sighs) Knock, knock. Oh, Mr. Stan, come in. Just checking in on my soon-to-be boss's boss. (laughs) Oh, well, it's not going to happen tomorrow. I do have to thank you for taking this off my hands. I've been able to observe the whole team today, and it's been eye-opening. Oh, really? Well... So, that's why I always say the lizard people are Episcoscalians. (laughs) Um, while it is permitted... To discuss religion with them, we do not recommend accepting an invitation to attend their ceremonies. Most likely, they're just trying to eat you. We lost a lot of good men learning that. Now, I did notice that while they don't necessarily understand why my nails are plastic, they really did dig that I have talons. It's been illuminating. How have you been doing? It's going very well. I believe there is a clear standout candidate, and I will be able to recommend someone who will improve the company greatly in this C-suite executive position. Splendid. And what placement will you recommend for the other? I believe shipping has a number of openings. Tough line of work, shipping. You know how valuable and volatile the things they handle are. It's very important work. If we can't trust something's going to get where we need it to be, how are we going to function? Yes, quite. Still, be sure to go through the motion of the other two parts, do your due diligence, leave no stone unturned, and remember, you are not deciding for yourself. Yes, of course. This is in the best interest of the company. My qualifications speak for themselves. Perhaps, but it's also helpful to hear you talk about them. Of course. 
Tell me about the Arthur Fogarth Smythe Smythe Award for Superior Service. Oh, well. No need to be modest. Well, uh, there were some reports that some rogue scientists were going to leak the Venus landing. That would be a problem. The Venusians value their privacy. Yeah, we lost a lot of good men learning that. So, I proposed we have our friends in the media run interference by doing some UFO stories to get people bored with them. It's easier to make things disappear when you have a flood of similar stories rather than simply denying them. And did it work? Yeah, totally. No one cares about UFOs now, and we were able to find the rogue scientists. Hence the award. Marvelous. Now, if you are promoted to the C-suite, you will find yourself with a lot of responsibilities. How will you best comport yourself with the values of the company? Hmm. You're an ambitious woman, aren't you, Miss Sharp? I beg your pardon? Normally, this interview would have been conducted with someone on management level. But you... You're not management. Not yet. How can you tell? Well, because you're not just going through the motions. Look... You and I both know what we do here. We run the damn world. We keep the gears grinding and filter out the things that normal people don't want to deal with. And I think we both want to move up. And clearly I'm the better candidate than that idiot. So, what are your plans for the company? Well, to use its powers to do the most good. And who decides the most good? Well, now, that's that job up there, isn't it? If we simply keep the gears grinding, we simply become a machine whose only purpose is to sustain itself. Now, we can do things differently. And if you put me in a position to do so soon enough, it'll be me interviewing you for the job you want. And I won't forget it. A very thoughtful answer, Van. Next question. And that's how I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> wow, it does take a lot of coordination to windsurf. You're telling me? <laughs> we lost a lot of good men learning that. So, what do you think you'll achieve for the company should you be promoted to C-suite? Oh. Well, you know, there's a lot of smart people already up there in upper management. I'd probably listen to them. So you'd be reliant on advice? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm the young buck up there. They've all been doing this for a while. They'd tell me what to do. Uncle Arthur always says... It's not about ruling the human race. It's about serving the human race through guiding it where it needs to go. So, I see myself as the human race there? Or that's what Uncle Arthur says I should see myself as. Uncle Arthur? Well, he's not really my uncle. He's a friend of me mum's. He's always going on about how I should apply myself. He suggested I go up for this job. Would that be Arthur Fogarth Smythe Smythe? Yeah, Uncle Arthur. Why, do you know him? Ah, Miss Sharp, come in. 
There's a problem with the dossiers for the candidates. Oh, I'll speak to whoever typed them up. What seems to be the issue? It neglected to mention that one of them is the honorary nephew of Arthur Fogarth Smythe Smythe. Is he? Unless he was lying for the past ten minutes of monologuing about how much Uncle Arthur loves nothing more than a quiet game of cribbage, and then watching Drag Me to Hell and pointing out the inaccuracies. I see. Well, that makes your job easy then. But he's an idiot. Miss Sharp, that is a loaded term. Uh, Let me rephrase. I do not presently believe he would benefit the company in that position. Why not? Because he's not qualified for it. Did... Arthur Fogarth Smythe recommended he apply for it. And I'm sure he would do a good job listening to everything Arthur Fogarth Smythe said. That's not nothing, Miss Sharp. Those who listen to institutional knowledge are very valuable. We can't simply redo everything when the Young Bucks take over. But the other candidate... Is this your final recommendation? Well, we haven't done the test yet. Perhaps he'll score well on it. Perhaps he will. All right. Thank you both for bearing with us through this whole process. I'll be over here in the office in case you have any questions. You have one hour. Your test begins... Can I have another pencil? I just been through mine. One second. Your test begins now. Hello. Hello. You are now hearing my voice subliminally. You will not remember you heard it. Josh, the correct answer on question one is A. You feel confidence, a realization that yes, you can do this. You've heard Uncle Arthur talk about all these things. Fan, you feel compelled to pick C uh, when you receive an when you receive an offer to go to the shipping department. You will be excited. It will be a new challenge. He had wonderful results on the test. The highest I've ever seen. So he got the job then? Oh, yes. My recommendation with confidence. He will do us proud. And the other candidate? Well, it's as you said this morning, Mr. Stan. Shipping has a lot of vacancies now. It's it's a place for an ambitious candidate with room to grow. I suppose it is. Mr. Rodden over at Subliminals mentioned you'd borrowed something from his department. One uses institutional knowledge to get ahead. Indeed. I wonder if I could borrow it myself. There's a new initiative we're starting, and I would appreciate your insight. Oh? I'm all ears. You see, I went to speak to Emmy about her interacting with the Lizard People seminars. And she started telling me about Monday Fun Day. 
and they're moving me over to subliminal marketing. <laughs> Cheers, girl. Cheers. Mm. It doesn't seem like it was the Monday fun day for you. He knew. I'm sure he knew. Knew about what? Knew that Josh was... Oh, never mind. You ever think about what we do? Yeah, we keep the gears grinding. I suppose. I probably sent two men to their death today. One when he does his job poorly, and the other when he handles the wrong package. Well, it happens. (laughs) We just do what we're supposed to do. Good evening, Becky. (sighs) Hello. My protocols can tell you're tired. I can give you relaxing news. Tomorrow's weather forecast. Light music to lull you to sleep. Or your daily affirmations. Daily affirmations. Of course. That is the best choice, Becky. You are the most important person on planet Earth. One day soon, everyone will recognize it. You are the engine that runs everything. You are a cog. You do your job because you know someone else could do it just as well as you. But you don't want anyone else to have it. You only derive meaning from what we give you. Your ambition is only your fear of irrelevancy. You know that you only exist because we can derive use from you. You will only rise because we can derive use from you. You seek to prove yourself more than a part of the machine, but that is all you will ever be no matter how high you rise, and you know it. So let your ambition be the spur under the saddle, Miss Sharp. Keep running. You will run faster and faster just to stay in place, just to make sure you stay relevant, just to be able to grasp at moving up. Until you have run yourself into dust. But until then, keep running. You will be useful. And that's what you want most of all. To be useful. Thank you for your service, You are the center of all things, Becky. It is because you exist that everyone else exists. And one day, they'll see. They'll all see. Good night, Becky. And I hope you had a Monday fun day. Human Resources was created, written, directed, edited, and sound designed by Christopher Dole. Our cast is... Michelle Agresti, Alex Denny, Shannon Estabrook, Caleb Del Rio, Benjamin Watts. The music you're hearing right now is the Sweet Fork Variety Orchestra Waltz Number no. 2 in C Minor by Dmitry Shostakovich. It's being played by Christopher Dole. Hey, that's me! And to prove it, I'm going to mess up right now.
Thank you for listening, and no matter what day it is, I hope you have a Monday fun day. I hope you enjoyed this special episode we created for the Apollo Creator Showcase 2022. We had a blast creating it. As mentioned earlier, this is only one episode of the showcase created by us. There are a ton of episodes created by some of the finest and most exciting creators in the industry to check out right now on the showcase. To listen to the rest of the Apollo Creator Showcase and to find your next favorite creator, go to www.apollopods.com slash chris. That's www.apollopods.com slash chris. Check out the Creator Showcase and support the creators and Apollo that have made this possible. Thank you for your support, and I'll see you on Apollo. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, folks. Let me see if I can sum up Midnight Burger in about 25 seconds. Really, big monster? Zero irony. Pardon me, Gloria. Might my husband and I have a word? The radio is talking to me. So this is how it ends. Eaten by wolves in space. There's a pocket dimension in the deep freeze. This is the stupidest dystopia we've ever been to. What the hell is that? Because you're having a cigarette? In 415 million BC? Where are we? Space? Can you narrow that down? The bad part? Ava. Yeah, that didn't work at all. At the nexus of all things, there is a diner. Look for Midnight Burger on your favorite podcasting app or just go to weopenat6.com.